Welcome back to another episode of Advice Would Be Nice, the show where we solve problems while creating more. I'm your host, Evan James Henderson. With me always is J.R. Gomez. Hey there. Hey there. So obviously we create problems, but we also solve them, like Evan said. So this episode, we have Antoine Barnes, okay, helping us out. And we need him. We need his help, to be quite frank, because our submissions get pretty complicated and complex, wouldn't you say? Yeah, there's some um, pretty fun ones on this episode. Um, also, if you don't know who Antoine is, check out the interview we did with him uh, just two days ago. came out on Tuesday whenever we have someone on uh, who joins us for advice. We interview them, and that comes out two days before, so you can get to know them, kind of understand where they're coming from, you know, their story and how they give advice. But Antoine gave some great advice today. I think he's going to put us out of a job. Well, it's almost like he's a writer. And it's because he is. He has uh-huh. a graphic novel called The Darkest Route. We're going to leave it in the descriptions. Go read it. Go buy it. Mm-hmm. Support him. He's a but good guy. Today we dive into relationships. Um, someone who accidentally sent a text message to someone else. What, what, what else did we talk about? Was, I'm missing something. You are missing something. Uh, quarter life crisis. Uh, yeah, that was actually – I'm glad we talked about that. That was – I know I bring up, yeah, the brain developing at 25 and all that. But and how like eventually, yeah, that it, it settles down and that I'm still trying to develop. I get it, Evan. I get it. Yeah, but you know that was really good to talk about. I think a lot of our listeners are in that age range, like that mid to later 20s um, where people will have that quarter-life crisis. And we really dive into that. So this is a very fun episode to listen to. Very informative, but still very funny. We did our very first uh, act on this show. We did a bit. Our first bit on the show. Dare I say, I was nervous, right? You never know how those things can go. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like I put a performance of a lifetime out there. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see what the audience feels. Um, as actors, you know, we really only hope that someone feels something. So Antoine and me play around, and perchance you make a guest appearance in the scene. Mm-hmm. Pretty to exciting sleep, stuff. perchance to dream, as Aye. Shakespeare wrote. There's the rub. I. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. If you want to submit into the show and you need advice, all you need to do is email awbnsubmissions at gmail.com. We want to give you advice, so please let us help you help let us help you. In a way we help you, help you yourself. help us. Help yeah. yourself. Help yourself by letting us help there's a way to say it, but I don't know how. Also, I believe you can, what you're experiencing is a stroke. Uh, something like that. But also, if you want to call into the voicemail, all you have to do is call 424-253-4643. All this information is in the description below. Make sure you follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating. Next episode, we are going to start reading off some five-star ratings. So if you Ooh. want us to read yours on the show like why not just leave us a five-star review follow us on youtube at advice would be nice and instagram at advice would be nice we got some good content on youtube the full video episodes are on there if you want to see our beautiful faces but more importantly antoine's beautiful face and uh nova's beautiful face jr's look at her she's so beautiful she's made some guest appearances always barking on the show hey hey don't Look, she's jerk. falling asleep. She's Look, falling she's asleep so right sleep now. because we're so boring. <laughs> it's okay, um, Mom. 
Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Let's get this thing started. Hello? Hey, I was wondering if I could get your advice on something. Of course. I'm all ears. How can I help? Advice would be nice. Advice would be nice. Some advice Before we start, uh, Antoine, just give me a check, check. Check, check. Microphone, check one, two. We in the huddle all thinking about something to do. Mm. Oh, Very sh- good. Oh, wow. JR, uh, you're next. That's a tough act to follow. Okay. Um, um, I dreamed a dream and time's on by. Yeah, yeah, that's I, enough. I lived a hot. Already. All right, Antoine's back again. Let's go. We are back. now doing some advice. JR, do you want to just get us started, get us rolling yeah. on this thing? We have Liam writing in. Yeah. He says, hey, Evan and JR. I guess he doesn't know Antoine's here. Um, (laughs) He's a 28-year-old, newly out gay man living in Nashville, okay? He's navigating the current dating scene, and he feels so helpless. I'm swiping through endless profiles and getting nothing but ambiguous text messages and a lot of people just trying to hook up. Finding genuine connections in the digital age feels impossible. How can I stay true to myself and navigate how complex the dating apps are and only interacting online? I'd love to hear your take on how to meet new people organically and how I should go about things. Tough. That is a tough one. That is tough. Uh, I mean, Evan's married. He has my um, pool. Go ahead. Evan yeah. has on this. Well, yeah. man, we in the same boat, bro. We in the same boat. Straight gay. We in the same boat, bro. Dating app. It's yeah, all well, tough out here. We no. we let our guests eat first on this one. So, Uh-oh. Antoine, you take the reins. You just let this one fly. I'm just going to stare at you. Go ahead, please. Just stare at me. I think, uh, now, nah, man, we live in a pretty complicated day and age, you know, where people, the dating apps, I think the one thing that it, <clears throat> the one of the big downsides is not a lot of people are on there to actually like get into a relationship and date. Um, For sure. You know, maybe there's some people who are, who are getting on there to hook up, but outside of those things, I feel like there's some people on there. There's a lot of people on there that just want some short term attention, you know, mm-hmm. like and it, it's just, it just feels, it's kind of like getting a like on Instagram, you know, but oh, like a absolutely. little bit more. If someone good. likes your profile, and then they message you, and you kind of have their attention for a little bit, and then you kind of get bored of it. You just want to throw it away. So that's where it's like a little bit hopeless on dating apps. But then I would say um, um, you got the tough thing to do is meet people in person, but that's sometimes a better thing, you know. Dating yeah, apps, like you're just gonna have to keep rolling the dice. But with dating apps, I think it's much better chance. I think in person. Yeah, in person is so much better because, like you're saying, that like that quick release of the serotonin, you know, someone liking your profile. It's it's very much from what I've been told. The dating app culture is just like seems like no one's really in it to actually find a relationship. It's just more so. I mean, I guess a good chunk. I know there's got to be people on there who actually want a relationship, and yeah. people want to meet other people. It's just tough. I think. From my perspective, the best thing for me was that my wife and I were really good friends before we even like tried anything romantically, you know, like before we even crossed that threshold, we were really good friends first. So you got to know someone as a friend as opposed to someone I'm just interested in being in a relationship with. 
that's a big thing. But like finding that person is the tough part, you know? And I think just, you can like people who you work with, my wife and I, we used to work together. That was a big thing. You know, finding a community, whether it's work or like a bowling league or um, like a, a chess group, a book club, like anything, you know, finding people outside of your normal day to day, or just even someone at the bar. I know that's difficult. I mean, like JR, what's, what's your experience with, you know, finding people at the bar? Um, you don't. And I think ultimately, (laughs) um, I'm going to die single and alone, but I'll tell you this. Um, uh, let me counter the work thing because I do agree with you. Like, where do we spend most of our time? Probably, like, at work. You know, that's at how work. we meet people. <laughs> they have different friend groups, so you can connect with them. But I'll say this. Evan, you got very lucky because I think if you and, – and this person in this example, uh, Liam, I believe the name is. Yeah, shout out Liam. Shout out Liam. If you meet them at work, it could go one of two ways. Either you regret it all and now your workspace is sus and it's just mm. bad. You know, Mm -hmm, it's going to be awkward. You don't want to show up anymore if it goes bad. But if it goes great, then that's awesome. And you're going to love your job. So it's a tricky thing to navigate. Um, I personally would stay away from coworkers, but your coworkers friends, that's a W. So if you go out and hang out with your coworkers friends because you trust them and if you like them, um, they'll try to set you up with someone who, who, you know, you're compatible with, hopefully. Um, yeah. And it's more organic that way. So I think friends. Right. That's true. Friends group, I think, is the way to go. And That's and honestly, the dating apps, you can do them like Antoine is saying. But I, I feel like I feel like no one's really getting on there to be in a relationship. If you're be <laughs> so like just, just just get off of it. I think it's doing That's more tough. damage to society than yeah. positive. Mm. I have me. no experience with dating apps, so I guess anything with dating apps I shouldn't even talk about. Like I've never been on a dating How app. How dare you before. talk about dating apps? Yeah, Evan, <laughs> I, I go home. Go I home. Leave. Married home. man. Yeah, well guess what? Just stay there, you jerk. Yeah. Oh, stay there and stay married. Get out yeah, of Yeah, be lives. happy. Yeah, get yeah, happy. Just be happy Freaking. without us. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Well, Antoine, are you in a relationship? Are you single or no, yeah, I'm single now, and um, <clears throat> people, and, Antoine, yeah, yeah. single. Hey, hey, wait a minute, ladies. Yeah, hey, my boy, Antoine. Up. Uh, yeah, minute. I think, um, I think, Jr., you hit it on the nail. I think the the friend group thing is is the thing that I think is the best within a community where like there's like friends. I th- I think I was watching something a few weeks ago. It was like a clip that popped up on Instagram or something, and, and they were talking about how. Uh, before our current dating like structure and how how people would, like meet each other and go on on dates like last I don't know fifty years just recent times you know before that like long before that like the history of like humans it was mostly through like people that you already knew introducing you to a friend you know is like mm. if it wasn't like straight on like oh like we need to marry each other for like the powers that be it was like. I'm, you know, I'm the butcher and this is a, you know, and I think these people, two people will be great together. And it's, it's kind of like, um, matchmake it's matchmaking in a way it's, and yeah, I think that's kind of the, it's weird saying like (laughs) the best way is matchmaking, but in some, in some way there's like a degree of matchmaking happen happening. That's between friends. Like, Hey, like, is there someone you think that, you know, like, you know, and people love to keep their eyes open for stuff like that you know so 
Yeah, and even like not even going into, you know, meeting new people just on a like, oh, I want to be in a relationship with this person. Like people kind of get tunnel vision that way too, where it's like, oh, you meet new people and if you connect with that person, just get to know them more, you know? And I think that's like you're saying, such a great thing, you know, the friends, uh, mm. friends of a friend. Because it's enough separated from your work life. Yeah, maybe the work life was a bad idea. I gave bad advice on that one, too. And no, 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 man. It worked out for you, so it, it makes sense why you would say that. It worked out, yeah. And but I Is think your just, advice outdated? Yeah, a Apparently, bit. yeah. <laughs> and, right? like, you know, Liam, uh, Liam speaking directly to you, you know, being, like, newly out like you might not know like what exactly like you're diving into new territory for yourself you know and like being open about that it's just like just be free try new things out like get to know new people and you know like wear yourself super proudly and just go out and find new people that's just the main thing i agree liam you got this you could fail <laughs> <laughs> and Liam, that's also that's also again. It could crash and burn. Going to be alone. It's like congrats, you just came out. That's amazing, but you're still going to be single, Liam. It's not just <laughs> you know all sunshine and roses on the other side. Okay, <laughs> we have to talk about that. Um, so moving on here, we have another person. Their name is Noah. These they write in. Noah. Hi, Jeez. Noah. <laughs> I'm currently One Direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Maybe Wait, it is. Harry. Is yeah, did a Harry submit? <laughs> Harry, Harry. <gasps> okay. Go ahead. I'm currently in my mid twenties and feeling the weight of the so called quarter life crisis in quotations. I'm overwhelmed by the pressure to have my life together. Same. Yet I feel like I'm just stumbling through adulthood. How can I understand this confusing phase and find some clarity? I'd love to hear your thoughts and maybe even some advice on how to survive this weird phase of life. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I went through a severe quarter life crisis when I turned mm. 25. You know, that that shit was rough. I mean, and they say like your brain doesn't even finish developing until you turn 25, right? Have you guys heard no. that? I mean, Evan, Evan has brought this up. Evan has brought this up multiple times and my brain has not fully stopped. And to be honest, I don't think it started. If I'm going to be completely honest with you, maybe you're, you're just constantly developing. Like your brain's going to be so much more developed. You're going to be beyond human consciousness by the time you're like 35. (laughs) I see. If if it was anyone, why not me? You know, the the boy right there. (laughs) But sorry, what what was this person's name? So it was Noah. 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 All right. So Noah, I mean, speaking on my own uh, personal experiences, I mean, I think the best way is just the only way to get through something is to get through something like you got to go through it and understand it. Like maybe that means talking to family members that you trust or friends that you trust, or maybe even talking to a therapist. I know therapy is kind of expensive, but um, just, you know, getting advice from other people who have been through the same thing like you're doing here um, and finding the nearest dog to you and kicking it. (laughs) Don't you dare kick my dog. (laughs) But I think just like really like, 
try to find the answers to these questions that you're having. Cause I mean, for me, at least when I was turning 25, like I started asking like bigger questions about life. Like, what do I want to do? You know, what is like my purpose? You know, what do I want to be? And like finding my place in the world where it's like, we all have a place for ourselves and don't put too much pressure on yourself. Like mm -hmm. in, for me personally, like I'm just still a little kid, just excited by everything. Everything's just so fun. And just having that childlike love for life has been super helpful for me. Just going around finding, just like getting excited, you know, not taking anything too seriously, respecting things for sure, but not like putting so much pressure on myself and just mm. letting myself be free and just enjoy life for what it is. Mm. That's good stuff, Evan. I agree. Well, thank you. That's some good stuff. I would, I would add to that, man, that, uh, I feel like a lot of a lot of times the voices the voice that we hear inside our head about like where we're supposed to be at like thirty or twenty five or whatever is not really our own voice. Mm -hmm. You know, for um, a lot of the times it's society's expectations or parents or whatever in our in our community that has a certain expectation on us, and it's about and you gotta have to like differentiate between your own voice and what those are, and you can't hold those expectations over yourself about where you should be by a certain time. Cause they're all in a sense, they're all arbitrary, you know, where you yeah. are, we're all living such different lives. Like no two people are living the exact same life. You know, mm. um, it could be that you're right where you need to be. It could be that there's, there's, there's some, you know, there, you, I think, I think at the end of the day, you're right where you need to be. You're still alive. You're still breathing. I think from there, you, if you're trying to figure out what to do in life, I feel like you uh, you deserve to give yourself a chance to just um, tr try and taste things. You know, you don't need to have it figured out. Let go of the expectation and taste and go figure out. Like, just literally try things. Give it a fair shot. And if it doesn't work out, like, that's how you're going to know, like, what it, what it is, like, what you're, what you're supposed to be doing. That's one of the ways to figure it out. Um, and then I think for me, the biggest sort of, like, purpose-driven thing, why – it stems from spiritual my spirituality, you know. It stems from yeah, that's it stems from my beliefs, you know. So I think having that, having that sense of connectedness to my God, you know, this world, everything that's going on, it's it's huge, you know. I'm not putting that on you, but I just say that, you know, I have I have a friend in Jesus, my friend, and it's real, you know. It's deeper than the culture, it's deeper than the noise, and I feel like that sort of relationship, that sort of thing, is it's 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 a game changer man you know and it just shows you like like once like when i came to that realization i'm a very religious person as well and it just shows you like you're not alone like you mm -hmm. you got people on your side you know like there's someone looking out for you and sometimes it may not feel like that and sometimes it seems very like you're all alone but you're yeah. not it's like there's always going to be people in your life that are there for you. And even if you feel alone, like God is out there looking out for you. Right. There's a bigger cause, right? You know, mm -hmm. it feels like there's a like everything is happening on like there's a bigger scale. There's like if you can zoom out of just your life and not just focus on like what's happening and things are going wrong. If you kind of zoom out, there's a there's a sense of like, I guess, peace and like gratitude that can wash over you and that can allow you to like, that can just free you up to just, to just do, to just do, to just be, you know?
Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, this is that's my like soft sales pitch for, you know, <laughs> find find the Lord. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure, Noah Lord. just converted. Um, <laughs> yeah, like a hundred percent. I might convert a, at this point, and you um, might. Yeah, See? at this point. Um, but yeah, I think like if you feel lost in your mid twenties, I feel like that's a good sign because you're aware of the fact that you are lost. I think that's like takes a certain amount that's of good. like self-awareness too to be like because i feel like so many people are lost in their 50s you know they're just walking around Oof. like zombies mm-hmm. so the fact Mid-life that you're even aware crisis. of that is pretty amazing you know yeah so and this won't be the the last time also that you feel you know like you don't know where you're going or what you don't want to do but specifically t- mid-20s i feel like it's way more normal and our society is kind of built in that way to be like right after college a few years removed is a is a tough time to navigate if you go through college. Um, I know Evan had to grow up way earlier than all of us. For the people listening, Evan didn't even <laughs> like you came to one year right of college and then you moved out to L.A. Like you're 18 years old. Like that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I moved to uh, L.A. when I was 18. I went to a semester of an acting school, and I'm like, this is not worth the money. But um, yeah, no, I mean everyone like that's. I mean this is a good point because everyone grows up on a different timeline. And like, yeah, you're going to go on Instagram and you're going to see 22 year olds who are like, here's how I made $100,000 in one day. And for one, a lot of that is bullshit. And two, like I said, everyone has a different timeline. And someone who talks about this a lot is, uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of him, Gary V. Do you guys follow Gary V? Oh, yeah. Gary V is a very big... uh, person for saying like yeah try new things screw up like especially in your 20s mess around try new things you're going to mess up and that is okay like you don't need to have your life figured out like he talks about how he reinvented his life when he he was in his 50s and then Mm. now he's this like business mogul and but still at the same time you do not need to be a business mogul making millions of dollars to be successful like success is what you want it to be like you can literally just be someone who like you want to make enough money to buy the best fishing equipment. And that's your level of success where you can just go fishing on the weekends and enjoy your life. And that's what you want to do. It can be as little as that, that's or it can peaceful. be as big as being a millionaire, but it's your level of success is determined by yourself, not by other people. Mm-hmm. It has to come from mm. within, right? It has to have like, mm-hmm. there has to be a sense of fulfillment on it. It can't just be arbitrarily like, I want to make two, like two, like money is not at the end of the day. Money is within itself. Isn't going to be the thing. There's, yeah. There's something behind the thing. You know, there's what's the thing behind the thing. And I think you just hit it on the nail. Gary V is great with that kind of advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like his advice on, on stuff like that. He, he gets I, a little annoying sometimes, I guess, but he has a great message. <laughs> I like his, uh, I like tolerate his annoyance because it's from such an authentic place. That's and he true. He owns yeah. it. I'm like, well, that's just him. Like, you know, it's it's kind it's kind of like the friend you can also get annoyed with too. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, he's just being real because he's around. He's he's feels safe. He can just be real. He can be authentic. Yeah. Mm. Every once in a while, it gets annoying. It does. <laughs> it's like I don't want to go to every garage sale, Gary V. Give me a break, okay? <laughs> right, right, right. I don't want to quit those my kids job. Alone? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. We love Gary V. <laughs> all right harry is up next all right harriet. so harry harriet um harriet <laughs> writes in 
<laughs> Olivia. It's really the same name. We it know is. it's you, Harry Styles. We know it's really? you, Harry. We're, oh, my God, Olivia Wilde. Oh. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah, oh. they, they dated, right? I, yeah, big date. time. Hey, all right. It didn't work he out. Ruined, hey, he ruined Jessica, uh, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's um, uh, whole thing, man. Were they married? Marriage. They were married. <laughs> the word is and marriage, JR. <laughs> The uh, whole thing. He doesn't been, yeah, their whole like shebang, you know? Their whole. <laughs> I wish there was a Can word. You, will you shebang me? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you'd never ask. Oh, so geez. Olivia Wilde writes it. <laughs> I recently had the most cringe thing happen to me. So you need to picture this. I have okay. a crush on this guy from the gym. And after weeks of mustering up the courage, I finally decided to shoot my shot. And I got Let's his see, number. Bro. Turns out he has the same name as one of my friends. So I typed okay. up what I thought was a flirty text message, complete with emojis and everything, and sent oh, it to man. him. Except, oh, except oh, I didn't man. actually send it to him. I sent it to my friend who has the same name. Some oh, backstory man. of my friend. He was in a bad <laughs> relationship for like three years, and we've been oh. friends the whole time and i thought maybe he was catching feelings for me but he definitely thinks i like him now but i don't know how to figure this out without sounding like an idiot or just mean or breaking his heart i just want to be friends with him but now it's awkward for me yeah what in the hell should i do you only have a few options you only got those few you you got those all all, and all of them seem (laughs) awkward all of them seem tough (laughs) But you gotta walk down that dark route. You gotta take that street. <laughs> take the darkest route. <laughs> take the, the darkest, darkest route. <laughs> it's the only way to the light, is what they there say. There you go. Uh, that sucks. Oh my gosh. Evan, yeah, that's terrible. Go. Yeah, that's horrible. That's terrible. Me, me go cringy. Yeah. Okay. I weird. I Ow. think yeah, that's just a shitty thing. I don't know. Like I feel like everyone's accidentally sent a text to someone who like they weren't like maybe you're talking shit on someone and you accidentally snapped that person instead oh, of like your friend um it's my worst nightmare i'm gonna oh. be honest i it's not like i talk <laughs> a lot of uh it's not like i talk a lot of smack here but every time i'm like low-key doing it i always check my phone to make sure i didn't call yes them or didn't call them. and i'm like oh my god but is, what does that say about me you know anyway you're a terrible person <laughs> i agree you hit the nail right on the head, Antoine. <laughs> and so this has been awesome. I will see you guys. <laughs> I will see you later. <laughs> I think, yeah, you just got to bite the bullet on this one and just say, like, hey, I love you so much as a friend. Like, I'm so sorry I sent this. Like, there was someone I met at the gym who has the same name as you, and I accidentally sent this to you. But I think the longer you let this string out, the worse it's going to be. You just got to mm-hmm. jump on it, Olivia, and – just attack it face first, you know, attack like don't it, let it. Yeah. Don't let it sit around for too long because, you know, six months from now, you're probably going to look back at this and laugh about it, but that's not going to happen unless you actually mm. face the problem and just go mm. after it. I wish we could read this text, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's probably so lovely. And he probably received it like, Oh my gosh, oh, finally, like, my finally, yeah. Jesus Christ. You just have to break it up. Like, hey, sorry, this is meant for someone else. Like, ah, oh, that's awkward. Your life is ruined. 
Yeah, like you could do <laughs> you could do that or just skip town, cut all ties, yeah, just skip new town. job, new gym, new friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it's time to restart Olivia and yeah. maybe go by Harry from yeah, now on. Because Harry. It's not Olivia's not working out. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not looking Don't, good. Or Jason. Or, J- or Jason. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis. Right? So much drama. Or you know what Sudeikis. Olivia could do? Just send this episode to the guy. Oh. You know? Oh, that's Just even worse. Sh- share the episode. Say like, oh, it's all a big misunderstanding. I can't really face this myself. Olivia, that is not the good option, but that is a option. But you know option. what? Let me stick up for him. You know what, Olivia? You, uh, you don't deserve him. How about that? If he's listening oh, and she sends it, that guy, oh, you know snap. what I mean? Yeah, Probably. see, this no is the point where the JR starts to attack the person who submitted into the show. Well, I'll be honest with you, uh, Antoine, I <laughs> always kind of I always kind of I always kind of <laughs> sneak in um, this little thing that I do. I won't do it this episode, obviously, um, mm. but it's cool because in Et 2, you had a dagger. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't try to tie it so into I'm going to try to don't spoil the movie either. I'll see you. Olivia. Um, oh, JR talks since the very first episode. JR has talked about, I think, on every episode, mm-hmm. stabbing someone. That's one of his options. Yeah, and oh. I don't know why. I don't know why oh or where gosh. that came from. If you better be careful because if she does that, they're going to pin it back on you. Then they're not going to see the context. They're just going to print off the transcript well, of this whole episode shit. and read it. Oh, in, no, in don't worry. Like it's, I have stop. a fail safe. That's I have a fail stop. safe for this. At the end of every episode, it says. The advice given on the show is for comedic purposes only and at the oh. listener's discretion to take it. So I'm clean Whoa. legally. Yep. You're clean. Sorry, perfect. I know. And then, I knew. And then after that, he says, just kidding. It's <laughs> real. Oh. Unless it's given by JR, then anything should fall back <laughs> in. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I Almost think, I think honestly, though, like, you just got to attack it head on. There's really no yeah. other way. Full yeah, send just it. Attack it, Olivia. Just full send it. Come on, you only you only live once. Like, it's okay. You and might, you screwed you just, up. Just get, yeah, just get just get punched in the face. It's okay. We've all been punched, <laughs> you know, metaphorically. Like, yeah. just get punched. Really, it's okay. It happen. It'll go by really fast. Just like one, two, three. Ah! And even if you got to scream, and you if you never scream, like you got to scream and have you screaming to the pillow moment. You know, yeah. it's okay. Oh, yeah. You got to do that. You know I what mean, you probably did it initially. Now you got to do it like to get out of it. You know? Yeah. I think the tough part about this is just like the unknown. But um, yeah. I have an idea just to give Olivia a little bit of a um, a tee up on this one. Ooh. I think we should try to reenact what it could be like. Seeing as we're all actors, I think we have the improv skills to do this. I that's think crazy. one of you yeah, should play I'm Olivia. One of you should that's play JR. the friend. I'm the friend. JR, you're Olivia. Uh, Antoine, you're the friend. Yeah. So Jr., you know the backstory. You know what you yeah. what yeah. you did. Antoine, you're in yeah. love with Jr. You you love Jr. You have for a long time. Okay. Well, Easy. actually, yeah. you love Olivia. But no, right? I think he JR loves Jr. Well, I I okay. Love I mean, well, you can love Jr. as well. Use it. Use it. All right. Are we ready? JR, yeah. Yeah, I think we're ready. And action. Here we go. Oh. Hey, did you get my text? Yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Um, yeah. It's actually something that 
I don't know how to really explain it. Um, you can sending I go? that to me. Can I go? Want, oh, can I go? You want to? Yeah. Uh, sure. So, you want to talk first? Go for it. Yeah, yeah I want to go. Feisty. So. Yeah. Oh. So. Oh. Here's what I'll. It. Here's what I'll say. I have. I love you, <laughs> and I want to start oh. a family with you. Oh. I did, wasn't expecting that. I thought. Yes. For some reason, don't get me wrong, but I thought for some yeah. reason you were going to say how you meant to send this to another guy with my name, but you accidentally sent it to me and you were going to actually yeah. apologize. And yeah, I, th- I was I gearing up for too. that. Totally. And I could see why you think that, but I think you're projecting. Yeah. I love ah, you and I want to have children with you. And you should because we can. we would be a great fit. We've been friends for three years. Me and you. Yeah, well, you and went like, through that really bad relationship, and I know what you deserve. I know what you, you were need. there. You well, were guess there what? For me. It's me, his ex girlfriend. You're talking shit about me. Whoa, whoa! Hey, so That's now a... you love you love her now, huh? Yeah, you had a strong jaw line, you know, and, and I just that was jive uh, with that. That made us have a bad relationship. Yeah, I took you for a hopper from Stranger Things kind of vibe, you know? Oh. You were kind of masculine in a you're way. Not gonna a you're not going to be a Steve. You're not going to be a Steve, okay? You're not, yeah, yeah. Well, you I know like what? You two? less burly. Okay, well, guess what? Yeah. I found someone else. I was cheating oh. the whole time. Oh, with, uh, with, with Olivia. With Ryder. Oh, with Olivia. It's Olivia and I now. Is she I've always actual... loved you. That's funny. We both have the same name, and now you. Wow, I see. So she was texting you. I, I want to create a. I want to be in a relationship with both of you. I think you know what. I'm open to it. You know what? Maybe that's the plan. Let's just all. Jeez, oh, those never work out. Those never work out. Paul's. But we don't. There's only one way to find out. Oh my gosh! Pause. And scene, scene. Those <laughs> never work out. I haven't seen one happy three-person couple in all well, of existence. Yeah. Do you know people personally that have uh, tried I have. such things? I've known one or two. Oh, really? Yeah. Doesn't work, bro. It doesn't work. It's not what we were built for. I don't think. That's tough. It doesn't yeah. work. No. I saw yeah. a three-way marriage. Three-way three-way marriage goes hard. Like they got married at the same time together. No, all three of them were. Were they all three married or were two married? And one was in a relationship that was as worthy as the marriage itself. It was something like that. It was a three-way relationship and I think they were married. Oh. And it didn't work. Yeah. I it just doesn't work. That could be difficult. Difficult to <laughs> Can <know>. you? <laughs> we're they, just, would we're some, just in, they would need some advice for sure. I, I need to yeah, call right my in. wife and just pitch this to her really quick. jeez. No, <laughs> well, no, we one of our friends um, told us about she was down at the hot tub in her building and these two swingers, like they were open swingers, like telling her about it was a man and a woman. And this my friend, this girl, she was in the hot yeah. tub and they had just finished hanging out with another swinger couple and they were telling her all about it. And she gave us the whole story about how they were just telling her everything, everything that they do with other couples and all that. And it just, wow. it, it seemed complicated. It's very complicated. A lot to manage. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff going on. It's a lot of emotions. It's a lot of, I don't know, man. It's a different world. I think that's, that's just a tough world. It's a tough world today. I think uh, 
there's a lot going on with people's uh uh just i mean we're what what are where where are we in like we're post sexual revolution but it's almost like we're like in um i don't know anything we're in anything goes kind of land but yeah. i was just listening to something that kind of gets old pretty soon where there's no more novelty there's no more like okay nothing else is nothing is taboo mm-hmm. everything kind of loses its meaning it loses its value when nothing is taboo nothing is like cherished or there's no you know like yeah, the boundaries that point. we have are like important for like us it, it shows like all the yeah. things that we cherish because like it's like yeah. when you put cheat codes in a video game when you have everything oh, and then it's like it's, the game's it. not fun anymore yeah except for on san andreas okay Grand that was pretty Auto. fun yeah yeah the cheat so codes good. on that but you're meant to be a villain and like an evil like person <laughs> that, you know it's like yeah. get all that out you use cheat codes like get like L L R R rocket launcher blow up the, <laughs> yeah. the police officers you know like all of them all of them get but, five stars yeah. every other game I, and they get back to normal life maybe yeah you and then awesome you know state. I just play GTA like I'm just a guy going to work you know I don't speed I stop at uh, all the red lights and I've tried that, that so many times <laughs> what just to like have that? some fun and switch it up and like put my turning <laughs> signal on and have some lame <laughs> I will say it's not it's not as fun as you think it yeah. would be well there's like role play servers of, of I was GTA. about to say that what is that Massive. about well going back to DSC crew I was playing um, he was doing a Red Dead Redemption. Um, role-playing Ooh. server like he was just showing it oh. to me and he was role-playing as anton sugar from uh no country for old men the guy yeah. with the cattle prod and everything <laughs> yeah 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 so and but like people took their roles very serious so, like there were all these rules that you had to follow like you couldn't speak out of character um like the sheriffs will actually like arrest you um there were outlaws or bandits and like if you if you die in, in that game like you can't know what happened before you died unless someone told you I like filled you in on what happened. Like someone survived the event and told you about it. But he, he, he would go up to people and he'd just say, what's the most you ever lost in a coin toss? You know, like oh, from the movie. No. And they're like, Oh, I don't know. A, a beer. He's like, call it. And then he like types in, you know, flip coin and it lands on heads and the guy called tails and he just <laughs> shoots him <laughs> and then rides away. And the guy the caught heck? up to, to him two towns over and then shot him and the, the town sheriff is like, what's going on here? What's going on? Oh He's like, all right, gosh. I'm going to revive you, but you got to promise not to shoot anyone. <laughs> That's hilarious like that. Yeah, it's just funny. It's awesome. I guess I don't know. I don't know how we got from uh, um, talking to Olivia about this situation to uh, to polyamorous relationships. Was that the right word? Polyamorous? To Grand yeah, Theft Auto. Yeah, because Olivia, life is a game, and you just gotta play it the way it's intended to be played, or not. But don't just sit around and do nothing. Play the game, you know. Yeah. Play the Whoa. game. that was good advice. Good time. Is that good advice. That right now, you're an NPC, Olivia. <laughs> yeah, you need it, and you need to be a. Was he? Was the main character? Was he there? You know, like a hero. person control, like a player. Like, what is oh, the like phrase a, for that? It's not player one. You need to be. Yeah, it's not the word. It's like you need to connect no. your controller. The There's like a formal term. Oh, like for the characters. Like when like versus like an NPC versus like a 
controlled player or something like that. You know? Oh. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. I, c- I can't think of the word either. Yeah, well, we yeah, tried. Uh, <laughs> we tried our best. <laughs> we tried. That about sums up what this podcast is about. We tried. Hey. <laughs> we, you know? <laughs> we tried. Right? That was good. We tried. We tried. That was good. Man, but Olivia, um, yeah, uh, uh, tell this friend that it was an accident. Face it. Move on. Yeah. You two can still be friends. Don't be a surprise if the friend is a little bit hurt and needs some space. That's yep. kind of understanding. You guys will be closer afterwards. Exactly. Or That's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we shutting this thing down. We got oh, any left? Man. That's it. That's all it that is. Was, That's all of them? Wow. That was great. That was That's fun. why you had fun? That, both, both halves of this was absolutely a blast this was so much fun thank you guys for having me you guys are too generous man oh of course. you guys oh. hype me up too like the way man you guys are the best man well the show just got 10 times better with you being on it so Straight we fast. may have to keep having you back um you know just Reoccurring. keep on coming Reoccurring. what yeah yeah dude man anytime man when up. darkest route two comes out hey make sure you come back we want to hear all about it Oh, Press dude, that would be awesome. Press tour, yeah. This is this would be one of the first stops. Heck yeah. Let's well, go. I think you should be the one to shut this one down. What? Are you ready? Oh, I here we go. You guys ready? It's a big thing. <laughs> My fingers Boom. up. Here Uh-oh. we go. Fingers up. And three, two, one. Start Ooh. the music. We gave some good advice, Antoine. You're a, you gave great advice. You might have to take one of our spots. Please. Be nice. Advice Would Be Nice is an independent production created by Evan James Henderson, featuring J.R. Gomez. All music is created by David San Miguel. If you're a business owner who wants to have advertisements on the show, please contact ejhpodcast at gmail.com. All advice given on the show is for comedic purposes and at the discretion of the listener to take it.